0: This is us, uh, our podcast, number... I'm only kidding, Jamie, I'm not going to do the number thing. I keep saying that, eh? Number... You're going to get the
1: take thing, That's
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. We're here with Mark Loeffler, uh, Keller Williams, Signature Oakville, uh, Glenn Silva, the Costa Group. Uh, Glenn's like, why do you have me here? Oh, hello. <laughs> and uh, me, uh, Carmen Costa. So, a couple of things... Um, you know, that was brought to my attention. I wanted to talk about, uh, mainly to get a real estate agent's perspective, um, on the market and where the market's heading. Uh, I know we had our lunch and learn, Mark, you didn't show up, Mark. (laughs) That's okay, I'm an you, economics
1: geek, so I, <laughs> I could have probably led your lunch and
0: learned. Yeah, true that. Um, but Mark, I want to know from your perspective how, you know, you. I know you dabble a little bit, you refer off your business, um, because you have a new role here. Yes. So I want to know, uh, what does the market look like now? Like, I know we were saying yesterday, it's slow, right? We've got refinances happening, your purchases, not so much, there's not a lot of inventory now on the market. Why? why do you think that's happening
1: i mean i don't think we're finding it that slow i mean just our office here we're up about 30 percent year over year wow, that's
0: amazing. um
1: for like production uh we're up like 80 percent in gross commission so we're selling higher end stuff i guess as oh, well of course um yet i mean i think the market's doing pretty well right now i think um th- you're right there's not a lot of inventory yet um I just think that's a function that it was cold for a couple of weeks, and I think you're going to see some inventory come out end of March, April, May type time frame. It might just for be sure. a little bit delayed from where we were. Um, I mean, if you talk to CMHC and Genworth, they think this is probably going to be the second or third best year we've ever had
0: Amazing
1: uh, for, for deals. I mean...
0: We did get that, though. Great yeah, Casey st- did say yeah.
1: that. Yeah, right. I, and, and I mean, I was talking to CMHC, yeah. like... I don't know, but what was our best year? was that... Um, 2016. 2016. 2016. So, yeah. I mean, I was talk like, I'm an economics geek, and I, you know, I love that stuff. And I was talking with the, the main guy in our area, and he was basically saying that this is going to be the best year because they were introducing all the stuff to slow down the market. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, 2017 was probably the second or third best year ever. You know, 2018 was probably the fourth or fifth best year ever.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? So, you know, I think, like, in my point of view, this is a soft landing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, if you're a good real estate agent, right now is the time where you're taking market share because you can go out and beat the people who we used to lose to because they would say, well, my aunt's a realtor and sells one house a year. And but they've it, fallen off now. Well, yeah, because they can't just show up and list a house at, like, $500,000 and sell it for $1.2
0: so you know, so- you actually
1: have to know the market. You actually have to realize the market and and do work. Mm-hmm.
0: So, do you think that 2018 cleaned off, or not not cleaned off, but uh, got rid of all those aunts, uncles, uh, part time agents, mortgage agents, real estate agents? Do you think that that's what happened in 2018? And does that normally happen every 10 years?
1: Well, I mean, it happens every time there's there's a shift in the market. For sure, because it's. That shows who the skilled-based realtors are. For sure. Um, And do I think it happened? I I don't know, I I mean, anecdotally, maybe a little bit, yet are they still around? And if if we go back to huge multiple offers, will they show back up? Maybe, Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know. So how do you overcome the aunt and the uncle? What are you teaching your agents here?
1: I mean, to overcome that, I mean, it's skill-based, right? So you gotta go in, you gotta provide value
0: and that's what you guys are doing yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> because at the
1: well, in the absence of value, money matters, right? Yeah. So, you know, I would like to teach somebody how to take a listing at 5 or 6% rather than taking, you know, dropping your drawers and getting paid half a percent, then you're blowing your brains out of 1% on marketing, so you're losing money.
0: Big time, that's not worth it. No. No. Glenn, you came into the year where it was pretty tough. Right? Like oh, last um, year.
2: So it's about a year in now. Uh March ninth,
0: we talked about this yesterday. March ninth is yeah, it was one March year. March
2: ninth, one year. Yeah. Um you know, compare myself to last year. It's uh you know, we're starting to see a little bit more action now in the market. Um as of February. The statistics are up a little bit. Um you're starting to see a little bit more um houses out come up for sale.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Um so yeah, tend to be a little busier at this time of year as opposed to last year. I don't think You know, when you first enter this industry, you're not going to get a phone call within your first week. So, um, yeah, I'm very impressed with uh, the way it's going and uh, yeah it's it's better start slow and not bury yourself right away I find.
1: Um, I I go the opposite way. I just I just I just just head (laughs) in and just
2: bury and just keep going. Yeah I mean for for me it was uh, it was a slower start but this year I'm starting to as of actually the winter which I was very surprised in December we had um, a very busy uh, office we, we space. We were Everyone busy was. December, too. Yeah. Big time. And I found that the rates at the time of year... Um, they, they were they, higher. They weren't favorable at all. You know
0: why? Because the, the lenders, what they do is they bought their business, it's done, yeah, and, and they, they, they close maximize. shop. They yeah. want to
2: maximize So
0: their... what they do... Yeah, but what what did uh, one of the top banks... I'm not naming any banks, uh, but what did they do? They upped their rate by 0.5%. They weren't even competitive. Right.
2: It was uh, it was tough when people were rate huggers. It was tough to get them into that kind of product. So you'd have to find those lenders that were able to negotiate a little bit and mm-hmm. you know get you that rate that the client was looking for. Whereas of now, they're very favorable. They've gone down almost fifty
1: bits. Well, I have gotta ask this because I'm getting a mortgage right now. He is and with the Costa
0: Group. Nice. We'll see if they give it. No, I'm nice I've
1: heard that variable rate. Um, the rates have um compressed. Like they're Mm -hmm. not giving as big a, like I I got 0.85 in December. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And now you're looking at like 0.55, 0.6, 0.65. That's
0: as as far as they're going. But you've got your fixed rates that have come down significantly. Mm
1: -hmm. I see that. I've always been a
0: variable I know you have. Yeah, Yeah, same, So we were going to have that conversation today, Mark. But (laughs) anyway, no, but it's exactly that. It's it's when the the interest rates on the fixed components are higher, your variable... um, Discount is lower. Right. And it happens. And we see this all the time in your variable um, clients. They want the higher discount because they're used to it. Right. Mm -hmm. So just just December, like you said. But now you're looking at, um, you know, that component where it's it's a lot lower. Right. Because your fixed product is lower. Right. And exactly what Glenn said, point five. Like, this is crazy. And then the Bank of Canada announces that they're going to hold their rates.
1: Well, I mean, no offense. The, the, the Bank of Canada rate has no effect on Granted. Uh, on, on mortgage rates. Yet,
0: like, but yet and, and it, it does, go- though, because and it, and what ends up happening when they hold the rate? They come down yeah, they on come rates. Down. So Aww. people say that economics-wise, you're right. It has nothing. But every time it's—and it's what did Greg say, Greg Casey? What did he say? It's media propaganda. Yeah, That's the problem. They're throwing out too much garbage. Don't listen to the media. He's like, turn off your TVs, turn off your radios. You know, go out and buy. Yeah. No, but I honestly, like, I, I, and now I understand because as I go back to look at all those, you know, the rates gone up. Like they've gone up a quarter percent. The Bank of Canada has no effect on fixed rates. And what happened in December when they did that?
2: Yeah, they all stayed around prime. Yeah, they're all so then
0: and then 4%. they they up their they up their rate by a quarter percent. Fixed rates.
1: I just noticed that every spring, when the spring market comes in, the banks are competing, so they lower their they're, fixed rates.
2: Exactly. Well, yeah, that's exactly Granted, what's happening right now. And that's now. what that's I said exactly, to you guys. They're all, they're all just kind of going after, you know, trying to increase the market No, but it's spring share. lending. That's spring what they call lending. it. Yeah.
0: It's called the spring lending and, but it's it's all, Mark, you know this, it's all propaganda. It's oh, all yeah. about media and fearing, right? So you're fearing and you're like, oh, I got to go with that five-year fix. Yeah, but in all, out, yeah. but let's be realistic. If you're buying investment properties, what's the best term to go with?
1: So on all my apartment stuff, I buy two years just because commercial. commercial.
0: Okay. Let's talk residential because commercial is a different caliber all on its own. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, you know, residential, you're buying rental properties. This is for, you know, the, the, you know, uh, like intermission. You know, or not intermission. The intermediate, right? Investor that comes in to buy a, a triplex. Let's talk about a triplex. Yeah, well, what it would depend- you
1: do? It, again, it depends, right? It depends what you're going to do. You're with such the an advanced,
0: advanced investor. I see it. I
2: see <laughs> it. Right. I'll tell you what I see. I see. You're
0: it. a brand new investor, yeah. Mark. Let's let's do this. Okay, you're look, a brand new investor, and you don't know if you want to be an investor. <laughs> what term would you pick? So if I'm going to buy a property,
1: and I tell all my investors this, is you're going to buy it, you're going to fix it up a bit. Like I I would recommend that. Right. So you take a short term, you take a six, one year term or take a variable where you have a three month interest penalty. You got your variable. Right. Okay. And then, so you have a very small penalty to get out and then you can refinance that property when you've, you know, up, up the rents and up, increase the value.
0: Exactly. And that's the perfect advice to give because you want to do your variable, right? Because you don't know, like, let's say your investor fixes that house in two months. Now you've got an eight month penalty that we have to look at with the interest rate differential, right? So and we've the penalties got to could be that. very
2: big. And, they uh, can be
0: very big and you don't know, right? On a $600,000 home, you do a three month interest on a variable because you're not sure what you want to do with that property. What if you don't like the tenants? What if you don't like you know, taking care of tenants. That's when and you that's, hire a property
1: manager. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, from, from day one, you hire a property manager. But that's what I'm
0: saying. Like you're for you're first getting into the market, you want to make sure that you have everything set up the way it's supposed to be set up. Because I tell my investors when they're first buying their first property, I tell them you should go with the variable. Well, I was never a variable person, then you shouldn't be an investor because if you don't have that
1: risk factor. You don't
0: have it. <laughs> you should not be investing. You
1: you you, you win on variable 97% of the time, right? Oh yeah, right? it's, proven. No, it's no, proven. Like it the might it chart. might be right now, then that yeah. that's one of the, this is one of the 1% times Is you're not and if I wait 3 weeks maybe a Yeah. You 100%. maybe I will maybe I'll and get my some, point there's some lenders out there that
2: so. are a little bit better on the variable there you're is. seeing like the mid range but there's some that are still at the 85 the prime minus 85 but you have
0: the ones that will do they will pull their pants down however your penalties are not 3 months interest your penalties now become a lot higher and i say this to the to the you know the buyer that comes through and says to me well i want the best discounted so what does that entitle that's my question what does that entitle right? What did I say to you guys yesterday? Yeah, exactly. What does that, do you want that? So are you going to tell me the five years you're going to have that discount for the five years, the full five years? You know, I don't know if you're going to keep that rental property. You're going to come here a year from now saying, I don't like my tenants. I don't, or you exactly what you said. I fixed up my property. I now want to pull equity out. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's going to cost you about $22,000 mm-hmm. because you wanted that quarter percent more, yep. you know, and it, let's be realistic, Mark, you write off your interest. Hundred percent. So why does the interest rate matter? Not that I'm saying I'm going to give you a higher rate, but why does a quarter percent bother you when you write off that interest?
1: I mean it doesn't at the end of the day. No, but well, it's the mentality, it, well, right? It's ego, right? You got to get the exactly. best. It's like it's like when you talk to somebody who bought a new car. Exactly. Did they always everybody always got a good deal, right? Of course. And now if everybody's getting a, always getting a good deal, how are these the people who own these uh, car lots making money? Mm-hmm.
0: But they they really are though, Mark, because if you look at how when you buy a car, You pay your interest right up front into that purchase price. Oh, yeah. So let's say (laughs) interest-free loans, they're not interest-free. You've paid the interest in that purchase price. So if you were to, let's say, interest-free, and they tell you, you know what, Mark, you can pay that car anytime you want. Because I dug deep into that because people would say that all the time. Well, why can't we have like a lower interest rate? I'm like, but do you understand how cars work? With mortgages, you don't pay the interest all up front. You pay it along the way Mm -hmm. on your amortization, on the term that you pick. But when you buy a car... You pay the interest up front in the purchase price. As soon as you say, I want to sign that loan with you, the bank, for this car, I'm going to pay all that interest up front. So if they don't care if you pay yeah. five months down the road, two years down the road. They don't care. You've already paid them their interest. So interest-free, is it actually interest-free? It really isn't.
1: Oh, I, right? I, I was going not on the loans. Just <laughs> just on, <laughs> it, it's the same no, thing. You're right. It's the ego it, it, it's, right. just, it's just the mindset. You know, you get a good deal. I just, every, everybody wants a good deal, and rate is such a
0: you are hundred Like that's
1: what everybody advertises is rate, that's right? That's what they everybody advertises. Right. That oh, like don't worry, you can pay this off at any time, or you know right. that type of stuff, right? So, but Mark, you did a course advertised. here.
0: You did a course here, and your course was solid because you were teaching people how to diversify their investments, right? Where should you invest? You were you were. Yeah, it was a, it
2: was the seminar, right? It was a the seminar. seminar,
0: and you 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 don't you're an open book. You don't and like part of my French, you don't give a shit. You're like, I'm going to give you, the but, yeah. but I'm going to give you the knowledge, but who is actually going to apply it to their lives, yeah. right? You're going to come out. You're probably going to take 5% of what I've said. And you're going to be like, I connected with that. That's what I'm going to use. Yeah,
1: which is fine. Like you're if, right. If, 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 if hundred, if just 10% of people did that, then I'm happy. Right. Like
0: exactly. But you do give your knowledge out. Mm-hmm. You tell the, but not everybody is on that level. That's where it sits. That's where it arises. Not everybody's on that level of referral basis. Like when you send your deals out, like you don't do this, oh, I'm going to I'm going to hide my secrets. You put it out because you know not everybody's on that level. Right? Not everybody's not on that on that level to learn at that level and invest at that level, right? Yeah. It takes a lot of guts to do that. You know what I mean? It's impressive, right? Cuz I watched from the back of the room. We sat. We walked. A, like we were in the same car, and we talked about it. I was like, "It's it's funny because you can give all that knowledge out and tell people, you know, do this, do that, do this, do that. But how many people are actually going to apply it?
1: Some because people
0: it's some people will. Yeah, granted, some
1: will, some won't.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, is it's all about what you take and what level you're at. I honestly believe that. I believe when you're an advanced investor and they come to me and they come through my door and they're like, "Carmen, I'd like to get this product," I never get what is your best five-year fixed. I never get that. No. I, I never get that because you know the ins and outs. And I tell people, as soon as they're investors, I'm like, go talk to your accountant. Please speak to your yeah. accountant. I
2: find most people coming through the door or, or every second person is asking about a rental an investment property. Now? Um, you know, what are your suggestions? I get a lot of calls now based on, you know, what would you do? What, what's your take? Mark, what do you think? Um, like, how, would you, how did you first get started? What was your first um, real... Uh, I guess, investment opportunity, How, wh- what would you recommend, you know, the beginner um, uh, do in, in in these circumstances?
1: So I bought a duplex in Newmarket. It was a bungalow, uh, three bedroom up, two bedroom down. And I bought Newmarket. it I and because I was young and I had skills at that How old point? were you, Mark? 25. Nice. nice. And so I did all the work myself. I put a new kitchen in, did floors. I mean, it's not necessary yet sweat equity helps me. Increase my uh, profit, nice. and then I'd refinance those, and I would go do it again. and Amazing! So that's the trick, guys.
2: I mean, uh, it's, it's No, simple.
0: but well, Mark, simple. you I mean, uh, actually you do like. Let's talk about your buildings. How did yeah. you get into that?
1: um Well, it's like four greenhouses. You buy a red hotel.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it, Monopoly. You teach your kids that. Eh? I, I
1: do. I still play that. <laughs> I love I lo- it. No, but he's all like. about
0: teaching his kids. That's right. That. Well, and, and it's it's
1: so true though. Like, and it's it comes from the fact that, like, okay, so where do you maximize your return? So two to four units is really, you maximize your return there. Yet, at some point, it becomes difficult for me to get mortgages. Um, also, you know, I was buying, say, triplexes downtown Hamilton, and, you know, you can make them very, really, really nice, yet you still got to rent them to people, and they bother each other, and they hear each other, and, you know, it's a, it's a common heating 100%. system that type of thing right so it's just more work whereas now i buy concrete construction apartment buildings um and it's all based on like my refinances are all based on the numbers right it's a cap rate that has nothing to do with my income like i could have zero income for five years and i'll still get financing
0: that's amazing that's nice amazing
1: well, there you go. There you have it. At 25. Simple as that. I know. I'm at 25, twi- you should be playing Monopoly. <laughs> He's not
0: 25 I'm not
1: anymore. 25 No, anymore. I'm, saying,
0: I'm saying for the new investors, <laughs> at 25, you can be playing if Monopoly. I knew, if,
1: if I knew what I knew today at 25, oh.
0: <laughs> so, Mark, what is your what is your vision here at uh, Keller Williams Signature?
1: Um, so, I started here in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took on a new role as CEO of the office. Um, the goal is to get it up to 100 agents within a year. And, uh, again, it's... And I consult with all the agents here. So it's just to have them lead their best life. And, you know, I I find like a lot of real estate agents and you hang out with a lot of them too. You ask them what their exit plan is and none of them have it. Right. So they like, I'm like, well, you're going to be a 75 year old agent, like showing houses like. They really are though. How's that going to work for you? Like what, like, are you investing on the side? Like you're looking at real estate investments or, or properties all day long. You should be quite knowledgeable about this. Why are you not investing at least in that?
0: For sure.
2: Some guys want to do it. It's it's a job that you can do after you're sixty-five. One
1: hundred
2: percent. I know somebody I do not want to do this after sixty. <laughs> I know someone firsthand that I still work with very well, and uh, yeah, he's he's getting up there. I think it's almost time for his retirement, but he's still going, and uh, he's been doing it since the the explorers came over uh, back in the day. Well,
1: you never you never hear you never go to a real estate. Re- Real estate agents' retirement party. Exactly. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, a, a lot of funerals sometimes. And not you never go to, you never go to there. Like there's never like a okay, I'm retired. Like that's, that's crazy. a lot of talk about
2: funerals and death today. <laughs> yeah, no, we're done with this
0: death situation. Mark, where do you see 2019? Honestly, like I, I'm, I'm always. I'm excited about 2019. I said that yesterday to you guys at our motivational meeting. I'm, I'm pumped. Like I feel 2019, you know, 2018 was a learning curve for the Costa group. We opened up, uh, learning how to run a business, how to run my business, how to run, you know, teach these guys, uh, recruitment. Um, it's hard. It's hard to find the right people, but I find 2019, we were talking to Jamie about this as well with social media. We're taking it up a different, uh, we're taking it up a notch, right? We're going to do these podcasts, um, I find these podcasts are helpful, right? Because you get everybody's opinion, and that's exactly what they are. The other day, we did get um, a message on um, on Facebook. Somebody was offended. It was a real estate agent. Um, but you got to remember, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this note here, and I'm gonna probably put it on the comments as well. These are opinions. These are people's opinions. This isn't a writer. This isn't a policy. This isn't something that's set in stone. People have rights to opinions. Podcasts are just that: opinions. Right? We can say what we want. Um, No judgment, no prejudice, no nothing. Right. So uh, the Costa group, this is us. uh, We are going to state what we feel and we're not going to be held down by opinions. So, Mark, I I do want to know, like 2019, where do you see yourself with Keller Williams signature? Where where do you see it going?
1: Yeah, we'll be up to 100 agents by the end of the year here. Uh, we're about 40 right now, so.
0: You were 30 a month ago. We
1: were 28 when I started. 28, so <laughs> yeah, see? Wow, excellent. So we're moving up in the world. Um, and I mean, I, I just see, I mean, my goal is to buy more apartment buildings. Um, I think the rental market is where you want to be right now. Um, I mean, again, that guy from CMHC that I was talking to, Abdullah, way back when, I said, Abdullah, what do you think of like the market like, in general, GTA? And he goes, well, there's 100,000 people moving in Toronto every year. They need to live somewhere. And that's just, that's just Toronto. We're not talking golden horseshoe, anything like that. Right. So, and it's true. People are moving in and I mean, they're not building more rental accommodations. So therefore demands going up. They're making it harder for people to get mortgages. Therefore more renters demands going up. Right. Cause we used to have that natural outflow, especially my buildings. Cause I make them nice that their next step was typically to buy a property. So we're not seeing that as much right now.
0: Wow. Interesting. Glenn, your thoughts?
2: Yeah, no, we've already seen, as of February, we've seen a little bit increase in in health sales. I think the numbers, the difference was four from our presentation last week. It was, I think, 38 versus 34. Mind you, we're up against last year. It was a different kind of year to stress tests. The stress test was introduced at the beginning of, I think it was January 2018, Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so correct. that affected a lot of things. Um, so this year we're up against that. So we, sh- we should definitely be seeing that that increase in everything, in rentals, um, in sales. Uh, the average house price is up a, a tad as well. I, f- I forget the exact number, but still in the 500s, I think it's five five 555 or something, the average. I think that's
0: what they said in Hamilton. Hamilton yeah, it was uh, Hamilton. Cause there's Hamilton West, Hamilton East, Hamilton Central. But I think as a whole, it was about 50,000. 50, yeah, so, like I mean, five, you know, we're seeing, uh,
2: I think it's going to be a great year. And like uh, the volume, we're going to see a lot more volume come out um, for everybody. I think it's good for uh, real estate agents and, you know, for our, our industry as well and the banking industry and the mortgage industry. So we mm-hmm. um, should definitely see a, a good year ahead of us. It, it, they planned two years, but 2019, since we're talking about that, should be, a, you know, a much better year than last year.
0: No, for sure. I'm, I'm excited for 2019. I'm excited you took on this role. Um, you know, I, I, I do want to, I do want to see us grow together, so I'm pretty excited about it. We're looking for a new location. I keep saying this, right? We're looking for a location, 3,000 square feet Can you help us and out? nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody helps us out. Uh, so, but we are looking in, uh, you,
1: you, maybe you need to expand your uh, search parameters. Yeah.
0: Oakville. No, I can't come to Oakville, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we're, uh, we're expanding and, um, we're excited about it. Uh, you know, I'm excited you took on this role, Mark. Honestly, I believe, uh, you're a rock star. I always did say that. Uh, you're one of my rock stars, uh, for sure, uh, right up there. Uh, I always reference you um, when we're talking about entrepreneurship. So um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, pleasure. You know, Glenn, thank you. Thank as you. Always, pleasure, like, as Why always. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Why me? Always yeah, I know. <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, so um, thanks a lot, Mark, honestly. My pleasure. All right.